So hello friends, I am Anshuman Tiwari and this is my podcast and YouTube channel by the name Manage Better. I believe all growth is through managing better and, and is based on what you have. We land somewhere in life uh, and then, you know, have some cards dealt to us and we, our job is to keep improving from there onwards, right? Uh, every day, every week, every month, every year, uh, through phases of life. And if we are getting better day by day, habit by habit, I think we are managing better. And most of us are in that situation uh, where we have no choice but to keep getting better every day. And in that, uh, you know, in keeping in that theme, I bring to you today a very interesting speaker where uh, I'm trying to bring together the themes of managing better and seeing how they connect to executive presence. I've often, those of you know me, I've often talked about a concept called worldview, which is basically saying that, you know, you know what you bring to the table is, is a, has to be a little bit more worldview and rounded, right? Which is uh, not often seen. And uh, I interview a lot of people, I'm sure many of you interview a lot of people, and we often see candidates who don't know beyond their, um, you know, uh, where they live or beyond this work that they do. And that usually becomes a hindrance in how they vertically progress uh, later on. Um, of course, that's not the only reason why they don't move on. There could be other things. So in the ninth episode of this series, I bring to you this subject, uh, which is very close to my heart, as I said. And um, the, the speaker and the person I'm speaking to is an expert um, on executive presence. So let me bring... Uh, the most celebrated executive presence uh, author and coach in India, uh, Sheetal Kakkar Mehra. Hi, Sheetal. So, hi. Hi. Uh, welcome to the show. And um, you know a little bit about Sheetal, uh, and of course you can you can check a little bit more about her on uh, her website, uh, which is by her name. Uh, and uh, and she's India's leading executive presence coach uh, for CXOs. Uh, you know, she's trained more people than many of us will meet in the in a lifetime. You know, more than forty thousand people across industries, and uh, several of these people she has trained are CEOs of leading multinationals, Indian companies, and so on. And uh, her reputation as a cutting edge um, expert from you know comes from the unique way she blends. She is able to blend the personal branding with global standards, and that that I think is uniquely important because. Uh, world is really today global you know many of us are in jobs which are um, uh, you know global jobs or, or global roles and if you don't have uh, a global view don't have uh, that executive presence across um, geographies cultures then it becomes very difficult so a little bit more about sheetal sheetal has uh, conducted workshops for a diverse uh, set of organizations across asia some of these are in you know, big names like Accenture, AZB and AMP Partners, Adit Pirla Group, um, BSF, um, Bayer, Capgemini, Colgate, Deloitte, EY, the list goes on, JCB, Johnson, and, and many others, right? So, um, the including, you know, uh, Tata Group, uh, Tata Steel and other companies. So, she's also... Um, uh, a regular speaker at business institu institutions like INSEAD, um, Mumbai, uh, and I am Bangalore, uh, which is uh, where I am. Uh, so um, uh, Lucknow, uh, I am Lucknow, that is Nagpur, ISB, and again, a whole list of... Um, so, um, you know, obviously you do realize that, you know, 
she is the person on this topic in india and across asia and it is my delight to bring her to this uh, session a little bit about her books um, uh, the her first book uh, business etiquette uh, a guide to the indian professional sold over 55000 copies and has been translated in several indian regional uh, languages it can also be found on the library shelves of harvard yale princeton stanford and and you know you name it so and and more recently her second book uh, which is one of the topics uh, we will cover in this uh, session is uh, executive presence the poise formula for leadership was published by harper collins in july of uh, this year and it is india's first research based model and we will speak about the model a little bit later um and which is a critical leadership skill in my view right uh, and critical you know just managing better getting better kind of skill so not to forget sheetal is an active philanthropist and a co-founder of catalyst an ngo for young women uh, from low income communities who prepare uh, where 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 this ngo prepares them for leadership role across um, the gender gap so i bring to you uh, sheetal kakkar mehra uh, and um, you know i floor is yours sheetal for some opening comments thank you wonderful thank you so much it's superb to be here and i really admired the work that you have shared with me um, and the speakers that you have brought on your podcast so thank you so much really honored to be a part of this and uh, yes i do believe that executive presence is an essential and a very critical leadership skill what started me on this journey was that uh, i was meeting and interacting with a lot of leaders but i do believe that india is a very unique uh, workplace as well so while some of the global rules may apply to us but we really did not have our own research for the indian professional who is extremely talented has done very well in inter- in india as well as internationally so that set me on the journey of researching what is executive presence in the indian workplace mm-hmm. so i thought who better than meeting leaders who display so i've interviewed more than 120 leaders over two years of research to understand what exactly is executive presence finally i came up with the poise formula where the p stands for your physical presence whether it is your visual or it is your non verbal the o stands for your online presence which is extremely important in today's virtual world as well as indians do and conduct business in different parts of the world without even meeting people face to face so based on your online presence people decide whether they want to meet you talk to you do business with you hire you uh, the i of course is your influencer skills which um, is a very critical leadership skill because leaders have to motivate inspire and influence their teams and their all stakeholders and uh, the s is your stage presence which is a very inherent leadership skill for the last uh, 10000 years we have seen that leaders have to have the presence the public speaking skills to influence their uh, teams and their followers and the e is the engagement presence whether it is uh, internal networks or external networks your ability to engage and build relationships so that is the whole uh, research in a in a small uh, synopsis and uh, yes uh, it's done well uh, i i was quite uh, happy with the way it turned out and i've received some excellent reviews from leaders and uh, readers 
So those who for who are wondering what the book is about, uh, this is the book, um, you know, a fantastic read. I have gone through to about uh, almost half of it, and um, quite quite unlike any other business book, which which you know you want to put it down after two three pages, this one uh, grows on you. So uh, thank you, Shital, for doing this book. I think very well, uh, very much required for the. Um, and and i think you put it nicely that it is not just the indian manager in india it is the indian manager globally which um, which is now uh, who are now present in many organizations i mean people like me i have teams in you know pretty much across 24 countries um, so uh, if i don't have uh, this vital ingredient i'm actually at a huge handicap um, um so yeah so thank thanks for the opening comments uh, shital i think it's a nice segue into the first question i thought i'll pose to you is that uh, uh, for a long long time um, charm and um, uh, some kind of um, presence and you know ability to uh, interact uh, conversation and which sometimes borders on you know very aggressive uh, strong behavior and and there are countries in the world where there it is accepted there are countries where it is not accepted and so on in that huge i would say conundrum of you know charm being a central pillar of leadership where do you place executive presence um, uh, in that sense um you know it is the biggest myth is that you had to be very aggressive you have to be extroverted you have to be charismatic to have executive presence maybe in the 80s or uh, 90s you know the business leaders that were admired and interviewed and put on the mag- magazine covers uh, well, had were charismatic yeah were uh, but you know i think leadership styles have also changed so i wanted to address that in the book as well that if you are an extrovert doesn't mean that you have an edge in fact introverts also can display a lot of executive presence they make superb listeners also management styles have changed earlier it would have been much more autocratic style of management but today corporate corridors are seeing a much more collaborative style of management so yes mm. if you are charismatic you can uh, it is a few extra points of course it evokes a positive response from people but that is not just executive presence there were various other elements to it so if i was to give you a few critical elements i would say the number one element is displaying executive maturity because being a leader is a fishbowl existence so a leader who understands his triggers who displays high emotional intelligence who understands and manages his own emotions and is empathetic enough to understand the emotions of the others so executive maturity is a very critical leadership skill secondly of course the ability to connect and engage with people leaders are constantly connecting with people internal stakeholders board members external stakeholders clients vendors in fact the role of a leader today has expanded so much that sometimes they are dealing with the heads of states and on the other end of the spectrum they actually having a labor union meeting or connecting with farmers so your ability to engage with people across all walks of life across geography is very important also strong listening skills this is somehow a gap in our culture we don't uh, we never invested in listening skills sometimes i feel we don't listen and when we listen also we only listen to um, to understand what we are going to say next 
so i think a leader has to display a strong listening display strong listening skills which help you build focus they also help you build a stronger connect with people and also a lot of ideas can because of the fact that styles have changed a lot of ideas today can come from the junior most people so if leaders listen in the end they end up becoming winners so how to develop effective listening skills one more aspect was clarity of communication crispness mm. this is something again that we did not focus in our academic system you know no, how to have crisp conversation style where you speak in bullet points and but you can zoom in and out so you can do the micro you can do the macro but how to communicate effectively in with crispness with clarity of thought is something that also is an integral component to leadership one more critical element is non verbal communication again something that we were never coached or trained on and uh, i think it's important about how leaders look their posture um, a very critical ingredient is energy and enthusiasm i have met leaders from all walks of life <clears throat> could be politicians doctors architects uh, corporate professionals actors and i can tell you one thing most of them have a very high energy and display a lot of passion and enthusiasm for their job ability to convey passion and enthusiasm at a non verbal level mm. another aspect is eye contact see when when a leader speaks to you and there are a couple of quotes from very senior indian leaders who said that their role models when they spoke to them even if it was for exactly 3 minutes they maintained direct eye contact made them feel like they were the only person in the room and so they focus on what we call as one thought per person which is very important non verbal skill and finally that very mysterious word called confidence um i'm not a big fan of this word but i do believe that leaders display a lot of confidence it's a very ambiguous word it conveys different things to different people but if i was to be honest with you i do believe that knowledge adds to confidence of course knowing your work adds to confidence but as you mentioned earlier having a world view also adds to confidence because if you are only technically superior but have to engage with people from different walks of life different roles different industries your ability to make a connect because yes. you can actually find the lowest common denominator and conduct small talk conduct in depth conversations on bigger issues that the world is facing i think that is also a critical skill that i've noticed leaders are able to engage at a micro level as well at a macro level so i think that is that is my no, that's, that's very well summarized i think i think uh, having read uh, portions of your book i think this is pretty much a, a summary of uh, some of the key initial portions and and something that you said um, you know rang a bell with me because very i've been using a phrase for years uh, uh, with my teams called you must be able to engage watchman to chairman you know if if you if you have that ability uh, then you can get across with most people you know in 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 life and in profession you will not always find people you will instantly like uh, you know or dislike right there is always something to uh, do and some people become very very stiff and when they i don't like this person you are not here to like this person you are here to get the, get a job done and uh, for that an engagement is required and there is no compulsion to 
speak to him or her from tomorrow onwards get the job done and move on so that watchman to chairman is extremely important and and i think the other part that um, uh, totally resonated was uh, the eye contact and, and it's, you know some of all of us for all of us some of our most fond memories of working with or having met senior leaders is, is are those one or two minutes which were uh, even sometimes less than one or two minutes uh, which is which were uh, spent in deep eye contact and something very engaging um, i always remember you know i used to work for infosys for some time and you know have met nandan a few times but the times i remember the most are those few seconds where he looked into my eyes and asked me how i was and how my family was doing uh, i don't remember the rest of the stuff you know which was <laughs> which was probably more useful to him but uh, but that's where we are okay so uh, uh, there's a nice segue again into um, a little um, maybe a story time um, so uh, i was hoping to get two two or three stories out of you but uh, keep, keeping in mind your time uh, let's uh, let's uh, you know find your favorite one where you think that somebody and it could be either way right somebody who uh, you thought would have a disadvantage but um, you know because of executive presence you know maybe made was was a favorite uh, in either a business situation or a you know situation where somebody was to move vertically or get a better role or anything of that kind um and if you have the other way around story also that you know uh, somebody who was otherwise a favorite technically um lost out because uh, potentially the executive presence part was weaker so for yeah. you <clears throat> you made my work very difficult because all the coaching engagements <laughs> all the coaching uh, engagements that i get are these all people yeah all people are technically superior that's why they were put up for the role they are also intellectually very very sound that's why they were put up for the role because that's how they were selected and i do believe that it is very very competitive at the top like my favorite uh, a uh, comparison i draw is that corporate world is like uh, you know climbing the is climbing mount everest there's something called the base camp and then there's something called the summit the base mm. camp you reach based on your technical and intellectual skills but the summit you need executive presence so the people who i coach all uh, say that there are aspects of executive presence now i would say a couple of things that i've always coached people on is uh, a combination of skills the most common i get is somebody who's extremely verbose because they believe that if they're extroverted and they speak a lot and they charm the room and they completely take over and do about 80% of the air time it makes them um, get a competitive edge but where they lose out is that one of course they display very poor listening skills secondly when you speak so much their your responses are not going to be well thought out or calibrated so helping them understand that being verbose and being an extrovert and completely taking over the energy of the room is not a leadership skill so i've coached many people and told them listen calm down listen <laughs> to other people you have arrived you have nothing more to prove but instead why don't you focus and little bit internalize so that's one thing that i have focused a lot on second that i focused with young leaders who are on a fast track is that uh, they uh, they are very fast track in terms of their capabilities and that's why they are put up for senior roles 
but where they get lose out or where where they need support is that they are not able to uh, slip into the role because you know suddenly their peers and seniors are now report into them so how to actually gain the confidence and the ability to lead teams who are actually at one point could be your senior could be your peers and now suddenly you are their boss so that's one aspect so assertive communication how to interact with the people building strong workplace relationships having difficult conversations and and simple conversations one on one so those are a couple of aspects that i have um of course the simpler ones are you know people who are not dressed the part or people who don't speak the part many times i've also corrected a lot of non verbal communication you know while you are extremely articulate and really good at your work and you definitely have all the other skills but your body conveys a very different message you know you're slumped your posture is poor you don't have the energy which you are communicating to to bring into the room so those i would say are various aspects so yes over so many years of coaching training i do believe that these are some of the most common ones that i have you know uh, yeah and I, i think i think you know these are not only common i think but most critical as well because i was as you were speaking i was uh, you know kind of rewinding some of the interviews um, including where i was the candidate as well and uh, i have been rejected uh, twice in um, very uh, for very interesting roles that i desperately wanted and i came out of both of them uh, over the after i got over the initial you know uh, bit that you know this guy doesn't know what he's doing he's missed out on the best candidate on the world <laughs> after all that i figured out that maybe i was too uh, too keen and too uh, too eager and um, and uh, you know yeah. said stuff that didn't matter and i would have come across as um, uh, you know somebody who's just overly eager uh, for the roles yeah. so yeah. um these are uh, these are you know tips or you know these are self awareness as i call them you know of we all have to be self aware where we are um, in life and um, then some of these tips are extremely useful so yeah so thank thanks you um moving into uh, a little bit um, of some kind of um, you know free coaching that you can do for us uh, and for my listeners is that you know people are um, uh, you know uh, you we can divide our careers into many parts but generally there will be three a beginner and you know somewhere mid career and senior executives so what would be like your you know one or two bits of advice for each of those phases um for anybody who's in beginner you know middle of the career and somebody who's already reached a senior but as you said you know there is always a summit to climb you know even for those uh, people who seem to have made it um, so yeah okay so uh, superb question and uh, you know my work over the last 22 years has uh, somehow uh, you know i've got a wonderful chance to speak to from students of these schools all the way to ceos so i would say if you are just starting out your career as you are transitioning from the classroom to the cubicle it is very important that first of all you observe the environment that you are in that means when you join an organization you have to observe what is the organization culture what do they expect from you and look at your boss his boss and his boss because after a point 
it is your attitude and your understanding of the organization culture that is going to help you grow most people feel that if i do great work it is uh, that's all that's needed it is important but i would say that is a hygiene factor if you mm. don't do great work you will not have a job of course everybody has to do good work and work hard but understand observe and listen to the organization culture and how people are behaving and communicating if you want to uh, have a long career secondly of course is what is very important is that please convey professionalism because that is what is going to get you visibility you know if you feel people are not noticing you you are highly mistaken please understand and appreciate that you are visible uh, just because you feel you are one in hundreds or one in thousands but if you want to gain a competitive edge then you definitely have to convey professionalism because that is going to give you high visibility to all the people who are going to be the final uh, uh, stakeholders in your promotion so i think at that level that's important at the mid career level i think it is important to network internally and externally so invest in your networks because in your 30s if you invest in your networks then in your 40s and 50s you are going to know a lot of people and that is what is very important because i have noticed that leaders are extremely well networked mm. secondly of course build up a super specialized skill thirdly improve your visibility whether it is online or in the real world so join an association part become a part of a sub committee leverage your personal brand as well as leverage the brand of the organization that's very important for you to build visibility and build your networks besides everything else that you are doing this is important and finally at the senior level once you reach the senior level it is very important that you learn to be authentic and put people at ease and have superb listening skills because it's very lonely at the top people are not going to tell you many things which actually could be going on so if you are the kind of leader who puts people at ease you are accessible you are available people feel they can connect with you there are so many things that you'll get to see and hear which normally would not be visible to you so i think your authenticity and your ability to make a connect with people at various levels in the organization is definitely going to help you do your own business better you know what shitul this is turning out to be a master class uh, because you know uh, you know i i i quite admire your ability to be to summarize uh, such a complex topic into key points so uh, thank you for this uh, so far uh, and moving to probably the last question um, that i had uh, which i pretty much asked most of my uh, you know guests is uh, uh, with a slight variation um, but in your case we of course uh, we would expect that everybody reads your book but what is that one book that um, inspired you the most or changed something in you um, and i know uh, pinning you down to one book is a little maybe <laughs> difficult yeah. but but uh, try that uh. okay i'll tell you one author i have quite hmm. enjoyed malcolm gladwell's book ah. uh, books i liked uh, blink and i also liked tipping point and there were various parallels to the work that i do because he gave wonderful examples on cross cultural skills about the korean uh, cockpit uh, pilot yeah. case he also spoke about the fact that you have to become a super specialist by doing some for 10000 hours and he also spoke about the fact that first impressions make a huge difference because we make quick decisions in a blink 
and how the human brain is constantly thin slicing and passing judgments so uh, you have to before you have even spoken a word sometimes people have decided whether they want to uh, do engage. business with you retain you engage with you even marry you so uh, <laughs> multiple things so i think i have really enjoyed his books because of the fact that there is a lot that i've learned and i have uh, implemented and used and observed in my work So, no, yes. I think a fantastic choice because uh, I um, I've been a fan of that ten thousand um, hour rule yeah. pretty much because and and the story around details you know how they spent so many years in a club singing and and playing yeah. and you know, there is nothing called overnight success you know you you have to yeah. most of us have to work for it there there will be somebody who will appear like a one overnight success. but yeah. either they are lying or they are blessed um, or somewhere in between no. but but no i do believe i agree with you i do believe that people who work harder are definitely luckier and there is nothing called overnight success it's like saying comedy uh, is imp- uh, impromptu comedy is like a, you know uh, the comedian we have to appreciate has spent hours and hours rehearsing perfecting that. the joke yeah rehearsing yeah. the joke getting the punch line correct and getting the pausing correct and also trying to get feedback if the joke is funny to a, his audience so there is nothing called overnight success it is definitely a lot of effort and uh, what we must realize though is that we have to diagnose and uh, so i'm very happy that the poise formula is like a self diagnostic tool as well so so people can understand and the interesting thing is that that they have written back to me many people have said you know i am very good with the p and the s but o is my weak point so i think it has helped them also diagnose their uh, executive presence on that model and and you know thank you for bringing that in because i was i was anyway planning to bring uh, the poise formula i totally loved it because i think it brings together all components that are important today right maybe 10 years ago one or two of these components were less relevant and maybe 10 years down the line something else may appear who knows you know we don't know how the world is um, changing but um, anybody who's listening um, to this channel today uh, should understand that you know these the poise formula brings together all the key components what are useful in today's uh, world to you and it's a wonderful way as shizil pointed out uh, you you don't have to uh, you know get to her in a coaching format just to read the stuff and uh, apply most of the success or most of the improvement you can get through applying uh, the tips uh, that are shared in the book and um, you know and i, I would strongly encourage that i've i've gone through almost half of it already and i'm planning to implement some of it um, so thank you shital um, uh, for a wonderful chat uh, so friends uh, this brings uh, to an end the the wonderful conversation we've had today as always i will uh, post a podcast version of this and uh, in a few days a video version on youtube uh, please look out for that we will um, we'll let you know um, the details will be available on my website managebetter.in and also on sheetal's website um, in a, in a couple of days from now um, so with that uh, we thank you sheetal and uh, to my listeners uh, till the next time keep managing better thank you thank you thank you Thanks a lot.